from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Sayas. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a storytelling, character creation, and world building podcast where each week we take a listener prompt and create an original fantasy story and plug it into our beautiful existing canon. And then we take that character and we for, we do it about, we do it about it. Uh, I was going to do a whole thing about roller derby, but then realized I don't know enough about roller derby to Wait, actually make okay, it about though. roller derby. So from what I know about roller derby, it's you put on roller skates in like a roller yeah. rank or like a circle and you, I don't know if there's a ball involved, but you, I think you're thinking of Quidditch. I think, well, I think they're similar. Quidditch. Okay. To be real, I think they're similar, except roller derby, like everybody rolls around in like the circle, like they're all skating and they beat the shit out of each other. I know you. I know they're skating, and I know you beat the shit out of each other, and therefore I know it rules. But I know nothing else about it. Aaron, do we have a prompt this week? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Sometimes you just gotta pull that ripcord, buddy. Sometimes you just gotta go. All right, you know we, we're 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 hitting the parachute. And we're landing this safely. So wait, is there a ripcord in roller derby? Is what you're saying? Uh, I believe what happens is, yeah, I believe the winning party uh, hits a ramp, yeah. goes into the air, and then hits a ripcord, launches a parachute, and lands, and it looks extremely cool. Is From what I understand of roller derby, it does look extremely cool. And the losing team is left behind as the lava consumes them. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like the roller derby that I'm familiar with. Thank you. See, we had our roller derby podcast. God, All we right. did it. No, See? We, we did it. You're right. You're right. I doubted it. I doubted our ability to spin podcast gold out huh. of nothing. You know, Rumpelstiltskin is basically the story of all my fantasy children. It where really is. We turn straw into gold. And this week. Also, we have- I try to collect babies is really a part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Firstborn children specifically is also just like a big part of the experience. It's a big part of what powers the magic of our show. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That one threw dark. Aaron, do you have a prompt this week? We do have a prompt this week. A prompt this week comes from our beautiful Discord from Gelatinous Deer Slime. The prompt is the hero princess. That's it. I like it. I like it. It's clean. It's simple. It's classic. I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I'm feeling, I'm feeling excited for it. Yeah, there's a lot of places for us to go in this episode. And I'm really excited because I love like a hero tale. You know, like mm-hmm. a classic yeah, sure. tale of rising to power or just defeating an evil. Sure, so, sure, 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 sure. Do you have, you told me that you have secret surprises for me, and I do not know I what do they have are. some secret surprises, Aaron. I've got some very good secret surprises, because here's the thing, Aaron. Yeah? If what we're looking at is a hero princess, do we want to roll for pronouns? All right, so they are a hero princess. Yeah, they're, uh, so, so we've got our hero princess. The thing about a princess, though, is you need a kingdom. That's you need okay. a place to you need a place to to oh. to rule over or to to embody or to protect or to take office for. Okay, so I'd be lying if I said like when we we talked about like what the prompt was going to be this episode. It was like, oh my god, we get to design an entire fucking kingdom. I know, right? Like, how cool! I'm pretty excited, Aaron. I'm pretty hyped for this. How are we going to create a kingdom? 
Well, um, why don't we start off with by determining uh, our our hero princesses, um, like background or their culture, their ancestry, etc. That sounds perfect. How do you want to do that? Just make a decision. Yeah, if you have one in mind, or we can roll a dice. It's up to you. What I'm thinking is they what's a what's a what's a culture we haven't done in a while. What's a culture we haven't done in a while? Uh, halflings. We honestly, it's been just a bit. We did beast people last episode, technically. We did beast people last episode. Um, why don't we go with dwarf? Why don't we go with a dwarven, a dwarven princess? Okay, so this is a dwarven princess, and they're outside of Geode. Obviously, this is their own yeah. kingdom. This so is I th- a separate, a separate mountain. Yeah. So I think this can be uh, their culture. I don't think uses the guiding word. That's fair. Okay, yeah, that, that's cool. I dig that. So it's just like a different entity completely, and they just have, they're in a different city completely, a different culture. They just happen to be a dwarf. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do you want to know what I would like to do next, Aaron? Oh, God, yes. Because the thing is, a princess, the title of princess can take a lot of different forms. Yes. Depending on, like, the the structure of the society in which the princess is in. Yeah. Do we want to find out the kind of government that this uh, oh, this kingdom? Hell yeah, that's going to inform a shit ton about like I know. everything. So yes, 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 yes. All right, roll me a 12-sided dice. What are we playing right now? This is from Stars Without Number by Kevin Crawford. It's what we previously used to lay out all of the like cultures and governments of fantasy. It has the society generation tables, and we're going to roll on government type. Seven. Monarchy. Classic. Easy. Ooh, okay. Perfect. Cool. Pitch perfect. Okay. So this is, so they are the... The undisputed, the undisputed ruler of this kingdom. Ooh, I fuck with that. They are the undisputed, you know, they are a monarch. They are the, the final word on this kingdom. Okay. And they are the hero princess, so they have risen to the ranks through great deed, through helping <gasps> people, through... Good work. Oh my they God. have stepped into the leadership role of this community. So we're going to figure out how they got to the title of Hero Princess? Yeah. <gasps> oh, this is too good. Okay, so we know they end up as a Hero Princess. So do we know how they get there, or is that a table? Uh, I think that's going to be a few different. Do we want to just go through with some central casting and, like, go through their journey, kind of like we did with Gigi Galewind, where we kind of, like, know where they end up? Yes. We know where, like, the story maybe doesn't end, but we know where, like, this chapter ends of their story. I think that's perfect, unless they die in a dice roll. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just a story beat. I mean... I, I know, I know. They can always come back. They can always come back. They can always be a ghost. Aaron, are they a ghost? Not, not yet, they're not. Roll me a d10 for, I guess, like, the wealth... What I would describe as, like, the wealth level of this kingdom. Seven again. Seven is is classic, you know, up, you know, comfortable. We'll call it. We'll say mm. comfortable. Okay, comfortable. So like suburban, I would describe it as like modern suburban. So it's not like ballin, basically. No, and no, I think no. we can take something from that. Where it's, do they lack resources? Does this kingdom lack a resource that is needed for them to launch them into superstardom and like wealth and success? You know what I mean? Because if they're middle of the road and they're a kingdom, why aren't they at the top? Is that a cultural thing or is it lack of resources? I kind of like it as a cultural thing. Okay. Honestly, I kind of like, I like that it is a small town 
kind of by design. Okay. Almost. It is, it is that, you know, they have enough to get by. Yeah. They have enough to be comfortable. They have enough to ensure that their neighbor is comfortable. And I think that, that like, they could have more. Maybe there's, like, resources around that they could be harvesting or they could be, like, strip mining. Yeah. And instead they're just like, this is enough. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out why this why this person needs to be the hero princess. You know what I mean? It, do you want to leave that to dice rolls? Or is there something in this spot, too, where it's like, they need leadership. They need this. Do you want to name them? Hmm. So they're a dwarf. They're a dwarf hero princess. But not yet. Their name is, um, what's, your birthstone's Peridot as well? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Liberty Peridot. Liberty Peridot. Okay. So their name is Liberty. And Liberty, Liberty lives in this town then. This. Yeah. What's the, what's the city's name? What are you thinking? Because it's like a small, you know, small, easygoing, because mm-hmm. what that gives me the sense that it's like pretty easygoing and chill, which that means that like they have everything they need. And they don't take more than what they need. But is it a cultural thing to not do that? To kind of just like right. chill and relax? I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to walk you through my naming process. Because I think my naming process also informs the kingdom itself. Yes. Perfect. Uh, I was thinking like, you know, we said that they're comfortable. And we said that they're comfortable enough that everyone is comfortable. Yeah. So in my mind, the thing I leap to is cornucopia. I like corn, you know, it's a classic visual. It represents, you know, wealth. It represents uh, prosperity. But I'm like, I don't necessarily want to go with like cornucopia. It's a little bit on the nose. So what's kind of a cornucopia-like thing? And my mind immediately said, well, the kingdom's name is Stuffed Shell. Wow. Stuffed Shell's like the popular pasta dish. Yes. Which tells me that this is a town that harvests wheat and has a vibrant pasta culture. Okay, so, okay, so that also tells me that, okay, grain is everything in Mm -hmm. Stuffed Shell. Grain is life, you know, similar to our own previous civilizations, where, like, grain is fucking everything, where it's bread, it's pasta, it is Carb County, USA. But I don't think, I do not think, I want to put this out there immediately, because I know that you're thinking it, I know I'm thinking it, and I know the people at home are thinking of it. I don't think bread plays any role in governmental politics. No, 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 not this time. <laughs> just fun. Everybody just, it's a pasta kingdom. Yeah. So it's carbs, it's its delicious, you know, sauces and amazing things. It's the Olive Garden as a city. Yeah, sure. So, Liberty. How dare you? I know. How dare I, you? Hey, gotta, gotta stay on brand. So Liberty grows up in Stuffed Shell, yes? Or is yes. Liberty from stuffed shell or do they arrive there as like a kid hmm what do you think is most interesting yeah i say they grow up there because you can always do the story of like a stranger arrives and saves the town through like a dance contest but like i don't want that i want it to be like this is a homegrown hero princess they stuffed shell does have a yearly dance contest again putting it out there does not determine any any role in government it's just for the love of the game yes but they do have a baller aaron yeah aaron yeah baller dance contest okay you will see some things in the in the in the stuff shell hoedown of hoedowns oh boy that like you will see acrobatics and dance routines just blow your mind they are mind-bogglingly amazing 
all new dance trends come from stuffed shells hoedown to end all hoedowns. What's the hoedown called? Uh, I was going to say that, that specifically the competition. Yeah. Aaron, you go to stuffed shell. You yeah. go to stuffed shell with, with tap shoes in your bag. You know you're going to win the pasta bowl. For fuck's sake. <laughs> this show is supposed to be good now. See, three is supposed to be good. All right. Okay. So this is now shifting into a dumb episode and I'm, I'm, I'm about it and I'm with you. No, 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 no. I'm just, this is a, look, Aaron, every town is going to have occasionally a dumb detail. Yeah, you're I don't, right. The episode's not right. about this. Okay. I just want you to know that there's a dance contest called the Pasta Bowl. Holy shit. It's never ending. Anyway. <laughs> um. So. Liberty grows up in okay, so this town what what tells me an f- important detail about this if they have dance contests and they have pasta and everything's great, I say that the this is like the quality of life in this town and the happiness level is very high, oh like, for sure, everyone's very happy, everything's going great. I think Liberty grows up in a house um their parents are sauce makers mm-hmm. I think they they make the sauce. Or the gravy. Um, so they make sauce, and that means that they are alchemists, of course. Yep. So they make, are they magically infused sauces or just delicious sauces? I think a little bit of both. Okay, so they're artisans, they're alchemists. So they grow up around people who care about, they care about quality, and they care about yeah. food. And it, it's about, because this town is all about like celebration. If, the, if yeah. everybody's happy and everybody's great, it's about sharing. It's about community. It's about making something that it's about making. It's about enjoying what you do and what you make, mm-hmm. I think, is like a big part of stuff shell culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about like, which is part, I think, why it's it's comfortable, but not like prosperous is yeah. because a lot of people in stuffed shell, you know, I think there's probably, you know, there's some variants. There's always some variants, but I think like. A very common sentiment is like, I don't want it to be work. Yeah. Ooh. I make my sauce. So- like I make my sauces. I so- I give them to my friends. I bring them to to like our town banquets or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could turn this into a business, but like, would I even still enjoy making sauces? Okay. What that tells me too is that it's kind of like everyone has a respect for their own craft and stuff like that mm-hmm. because they want to get to the leisure time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the farmers only harvest enough wheat so that the community can have pasta. People yeah. eat so much pasta because, you know, it's you make a ton of food. You make like a huge bowl of pasta. Everyone shares it. It's enough food to last you for a few hours so you can chill and talk and sing. Yeah. I think it's a town of like fun. Fun is like yeah. at the core of stuffed shell. So Liberty grows up in like a very fun, silly household where like humor is valued, storytelling, hanging out, really relaxing, enjoying the sunset and appreciating the things that you have and the people around you. Mm -hmm. That is until what? Or is this that's childhood? Their childhood is fucking ball. That's childhood. Okay, cool. So do you want to move on to a new table where like they enjoy their time stirring sauce, learning the learning how to enjoy life and people and playing games and really being a kid, you know, like that classic, like being outside, making friends, swimming and doing shit like that. Like it's a mate. Their childhood is fucking unbelievably cool. Let's get some significant events of childhood and adulthood. Oh yeah. Thrown in here. I'm about it. Now that we've got the setting, right? Now that we've laid out like 
who they are as a child, how they've grown up. Let's kind of figure out, like, what they're like. Like, what, like, let's get in the nitty gritty. Yeah. Roll me a D3. Okay. So D6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I rolled a 3. All right, so 2. So we're going to have two different uh, childhood events. Roll me a D20. And I'm going to add 4 to that for our childhood events. 10. I'm going to add 5 to that this time, just because I don't want to add uh, 1D3 more significant events. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Uh, so so result number 14, which is, which is what we technically landed, was 1D3 more significant events occur in this time. I don't necessarily want to go with that. No, so I don't So I'm going to go to the next option, which is an exotic event. Yes, please. I love these. And instead, just say that, like, Liberty is, they grow up on, like, the cutting edge. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they are where the action is. Yeah. So, like, they're dancing, like, they're dancing with the dancers at the town festivals, they're learning with sauce makers, they're kind of, like, everyone's, everyone's kid, kind of, like, you know, like, they're just, like, where stuff is happening, Liberty is there. Okay. They know everybody, they've done everything. I love it. So they're a very well-rounded person, you know, yeah. and I think part of that is this, this, this mentality in stuffed shell where everybody's like having leisure time, what that would mean, what that would actually like reality of that would mean is everyone's helping out. We're like, okay, I have a fun thing for the leisure time thing mm-hmm. because everybody has to work, right? Like in this community, everybody has a job. Making work fun is at the core of stuffed shell. Where, like, everything's a game. Like, harvesting grain becomes a game. It becomes a community event. It becomes, like, a party, almost. You know what I mean? Like, the possible mm-hmm. is a dance. Maybe that's a fundraiser to, like, you know, buy grain, buy things from other cities, like trading. And harvesting grain becomes a game about, like, you know, whoever can harvest the most wins a pie. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's about that kind of thing. So I think this person, so Liberty has been pretty much trained in like a million different things because everyone in this town is sort of well-rounded in that way. We're like, you spend a week with the fisher folk and learn how to catch fish and, you know, how to cook them and prepare them and gut them and, you know, really like share in that. You learn how to make noodles. Like everybody kind of has like an exchange program. And in that way, work is fun. And in that way, everybody gets kind of a break. Yeah, I love that. And then something magical happens. Something wild happens. I'm very excited. Uh, roll me a d20. Okay. 13. Oh. Well then. Oh. Character is mistaken for the missing offspring of the ruler of the land and taken to live in the ruler's household. Oh. Oh. Okay, we can twist that though. We can twist that yeah, to yeah, make yeah. it Yeah, I want to play with that because there's parts of it I'm not comfortable with, but like, I love like that. I mean, that clicks a lot of stuff into, into, into perspective. What are you thinking? I... I don't want this child to, I don't want Liberty to be abducted and raised in a different family. That gets a little iffy and a little, eh. Okay, but something I have for that, though, is, like, you know, you're mistaken for the ruler or something like that, is the daughter Mm -hmm. of it. Okay, so, my thought, to add a mystical hero element to this tale, I'm thinking that in a stuffed shell, Right. It's this casual place where everything's fun. You know, everybody's hanging out. This sounds to me like the starting town in an RPG. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like unassuming, but there's something deeper there that launches someone on a quest. Okay. 
like something pulled from a stone or something discovered in a cave or you yeah. know there's an act of hero- heroism here because what i'm taking from the mistaken as like the ruler's you know heir or something is they weren't supposed to get something but they get it you know what i mean yeah. it's they didn't expect to pull the sword from the stone and here we are and how do we deal with that yeah so what is it though that launches them into what start what what ignites this quest from like a pretty average person like liberty is just like you know well loved around the town mm-hmm. and stuff like that and a really you know accomplished person everybody likes but what launches them into the quest is there a calamity does something bad happen and then they're launched into her- heroism or is it like stumbles upon a magical artifact Pulls a sword from a stone, fights a monster in a cave, things like that, you know? Yeah. Or do they have something that's been inside them all along and they do not know it? And that's whether mistaken for the air of, uh, is it a power? Like, were they born different? And then that's like, well, you know, we knew this power is going to awaken inside of you sometime type deal. I think what it, what I would like it to be. Okay. There's like some sort of ritual or like ceremony. Okay. That like basically... Said, points out like who is dest who is like destined to be ruler right okay like they they have like this 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 ritual this performance maybe like in addition to being maybe like they put on this big dance right mm-hmm. let me let me set the stage okay part of the reason that the possible exists and that the reason these fundraisers happen is because like once every 20 years or something they have this this dancers from around fantasy come and they dance and through the language and the the magic of this art form someone is like lifted up like physically magically like lifted into the air and like anointed as the 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 next leader of of this community okay can i get can i throw in something i just had an idea for yeah because what I'm thinking of, when you said they're lifted up magically as well, I'm thinking that this this event, this possible, where all these dancers come and one of them is anointed as like, you know, they're magically anointed, we'll say, mm-hmm. is because there's a need for that. Mm-hmm. Is it because every so often their fun lifestyle is disrupted and someone has to be the hero? I'm into that. I can go with that. You know, it's been a while since we've had like a every so often this happens and someone has to stop it. I'm thinking like, yes, this is great. This possible is the starting RPG town where like everyone's happy and everyone's great until until Mm -hmm. what? And I think once every, you know, I think once every generation something happens, something happens to the town that could disrupt their way of life. Is it random or is it the best dancer who's anointed? I actually kind of think it's random. Because I think that Liberty's not actually dancing when this happens. Yes. Oh. So they're just like spectating? Yeah. I think what happens is like, oftentimes what happens is like they gather up, I think every time before this, this is where the mistake comes in. So I think what happens is like every generation before this, For centuries, when it comes time to do the heroic thing, which we'll get to when we get to it, what happens is they round up, you know, the best and the brightest, right? Like, they round up the the people that are, like, you know, the train, the, 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 the strongest fighters and the best archers and all of the people that, like, are clearly, like, interested in being the hero. Mm hmm. They, they gather them up, they do their magical dance, 
and one of them is, like, lifted up, right? Yeah. This time, they've rounded up these heroes, these, like, these video game protagonists, and out from the crowd, just hanging out with their friends, you know, eating eating some fried macaroni and cheese balls, you know, Liberty is just picked up and finds themselves floating in the air and is like, no, no, I, I no, I say no. <laughs> okay, so what you're telling me is that heroism and a power or some kind of heroic aura is thrust upon this person Mm -hmm. and they do they want it do they accept it do they Mm. not want it obviously they accept it because they come the hero princess but on their own i think they accept it eventually okay but i'm gonna say i don't think they want or accept it at first okay so trying to think of where this go okay what will i think what will drive the a lot of this is what happens that a hero is ne- because you said in the possible people from all over the world come here. Mm-hmm. And that means that people who are not maybe heroes yet, like they're good archers and they're good at this, they come to the possible for the possibility. Like people dream of coming there to be like magically exalted and gain like power. Like con- they think, like, oh, I'll be like conjure if I show up here. You know what I mean? Because okay. it, it makes me think that it's like people aspiring heroes come to this event, you know. To what? Like gain a heroic power, a heroic aura so that they can do great things to the, at the possible, and then there's a random person is selected. Uh, I have a table. I have a monster's table if we just want to say that like some horror rises every X amount of years that has to be like, in, in, in fantasy terms, a demon, right? Like a creature from this other, Plane. like empowered by this other energy rises every year and has to be like slain but then like knowing that it will then come back to life years later okay okay so are you into that yeah no no i'm so into that i'm i'm thinking right now and i'm stressing about the structure of this episode i'm like huh that's so slow but it's not so no what i'm thinking is a demon arriving in fantasy is no joke it is Mm -hmm. a big event like not everyone knows type deal where like you know the sky cracks and they fall like a meteor no they kind of just appear, we said, in the Serath episode. Mm-hmm. So they know every, what, 100 years it shows up? I think, so I think what, I, what, what I'm proposing, what I want to pitch to you. Yes. Is that, like, centuries ago, this demon just appeared. Mm-hmm. And, like, was put down by a mighty hero. Mm-hmm. And then 25 years later, it just appeared again. Perfectly healthy, as though, like, it had never seen battle before. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, it's the same creature. And it just, for some reason, no matter how many times people kill it, no matter how many times they stop this creature's path of destruction, it simply comes back. And so they, they form these rituals to basically be like, look, it's 20, it's been 24 years. It's time for you to have to go and kill this thing. So something I'm going to pitch to you that's a big, it's not big, but it's, it's an idea. So Mm -hmm. we've been talking and it's been this slow episode about like a pasta town and, you know, everybody's having a great time. And kind of what this feels like, though, is everyone is preparing for this event, but they don't really talk about it. Mm, the, the, I like that. So this town readies people by, like, raising the, their idea of raising them right, you know, of, like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's well-rounded. Everyone's well taken care of. Everyone's treated nice. You have everything you need. You don't take any more, you know, because one day these people, every generation is going to have to be ready to do something that they don't want to do. And it's basically this town raises people who we would like in our world 
recognize as like heroes. Like they're amazing, mm-hmm. selfless people who are trained in a million different things. They're inspirational. They're passionate. They care about people. And then eventually the town channels their magical energy that they've been stockpiling, kind of like pasta carb loading mm-hmm. is my idea. And they, you know, offer it up in this ceremony where like, you know, everyone channels like a spirit bomb. This like, you know, we'll say it's kind of like lightning crackles out of them and collects in the sky Mm -hmm. and a bolt crashes down like Shazam and it hits a person. And that's Mm -hmm. like the selection process. And usually it's like, you know, the fucking ringer from a different city comes and is like, I've come to help you, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think it's ever been one of them. I always think it's someone from the town and people, people have heard about this ceremony and are like, I could cash in and get magical power. But it never is them. It's always someone from this town who's like deserves this power. Yeah, no, I like that. Okay. And the thing that I want to add to that is that means that say there's a hero, there's a hero in the town, right? And they slay Mm -hmm. the demon, blah, 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 blah. That person would also be at the next ceremony to offer up their power. Mm -hmm. So it is a passed down generation, one for all type thing. Yeah, and 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 it, and it snowballs, right? Yeah. Because that person has the accumulated power of the generation yes. prior. Yes, and so yes, you have yes, the yes, entire yes. generation offers up this energy, as well as this person being like, "Here is the best of the last twenty five years. Yes. I offer it to you." Yes, and so it's like this this town of like you know everybody is like smiling, but they also have one eyebrow raised of like we know it's coming but we have to keep raising our kids right and treating our community right and being good because when the time comes, we'll need a hero. Mm-hmm. And it's this kind of cool concept of like a sleepy town, you know, that's like cute and positive on the outside and on the inside. But also there's like a twinge of fear and preparation where it's, you know, one day we, and it's it's kind of a driving force for like keeping this town. Because we said like, why isn't it that, you know, crazy. Why isn't it like blowing up with success? And it's like, because they know that like, this isn't the way to do things. This Mm -hmm. isn't the way to treat people. This isn't the way to be greedy. It's about being strong as a community because our community will eventually give their power up Mm -hmm. to fuel the next generation. And so it's this kind of beautiful story of like taking what you need and being a good person because you're going to give your light to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So flashback to Liberty at the Pasta Bowl. Yes. Lightning blasts. Lightning cracks. You know, this young dwarf just eating a bowl of noodles or mac fried macaroni and cheese. And then what? Is it like a Shira scenario or He-Man where it's just like, boom, you know, like muscles and stuff? Or is this something you said they didn't want? So it's not developed. It's not like, ha ha, I now have the power of a generation. Is it harder to handle? Is it weighty? I, I'm going to throw something at you. Please do. Because I'm thinking a lot about this. Yeah. I don't think it is a She-Ra, He-Man situation where like, or like a Shazam or whatever, where suddenly you're like- Someone else. Yeah. Like, I don't like the idea that you become somebody else. And the reason I don't like this is because if you look at like the people that have come expecting to be chosen- Yes. They're people with skills. They're like, look, I am already like power. Like, I have this power. Mm. Like, I am a skilled swordsman, and this will make me the greatest swordsman in fantasy. I am a great archer, this will make me the greatest archer in fantasy. Like, this will this will give me power and will make me unstoppable in the things that I am good at. 
so I think it amplifies and it and it, it imbues you with legendary power at the things that with at the things at which you are skilled. Oh my god, I have sorry. It basically makes you the legendary version of yourself. Oh my I have the perfect not ribbon for this, but like thing that's perfect. Okay. So if you're someone who's well-rounded and your community is raising you to be like, you know, a helper, a fisher person, a you know, a carpenter, a pasta maker, a sauce maker, and your culture is all about lifting people up and helping people have leisure time and joy. That means this person has become like the ultimate mayor and the ultimate, you know, support system for the town. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's where the leadership comes from. It becomes like you become the ultimate leader, basically. It's not like the ultimate archer. Like you would get powers and stuff enough to. It, I'm trying to figure out this. I'm struggling with this because it's like we set up this no, thing where that. people are well rounded, and like if you amplify that, what does that make you? Well, and here's the thing, because I don't think anybody in town willingly said like I think it has to go to Liberty. Mm-mm. Like I think it just it goes to the person that that is needed to 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 vanquish this threat or to. Or to take that challenge down. Yeah. And what this tells me. Here's here's what I'm going to throw at you. I've been staring at this monster's table for 15 minutes. Okay. But here's what I'm going to pitch to you. If it, if it doesn't, if that energy doesn't find its way to a warrior or to an archer or to a wizard, it finds its way to just a person that people like. And that a person who is well-rounded and who knows what everyone in town has gone through and how to service those needs. Aaron, I don't think the monster comes this time. Okay. I think that's why that's why the magic has to go to the person that becomes, as you put it, the ultimate mayor. Yeah. It's because suddenly, it's because magically speaking, like, that 25th year, that day rolls around. I'm picturing them with, like, a sword and armor, and it's just nothing. And, like, the wind just blows, and everyone looks around and is, like, honestly starting to get worried because, like, wait, what happened? Like, this is, we were as, we were, we spent 25 years preparing for this battle. And then suddenly, like, Liberty has to think and be like, wait, am I supposed to be the one to, like, lead? Is that why I have this power? Is because I am the one who is going to be there when there's no giant threat that needs slain? Yeah. It's, it's what they've been preparing for their entire life of, like, how to lift a community up. You know what I mean? And how to support people and how to make delicious things and how to encourage people to kind of okay so what my my thought would be is that someone with this power of like generations before and like you know heroes and stuff like that and towns who kind of lived in fear of this threat and prepared for this thing it would make a person whose role is then to be like we we have to make sure that we're happy you know that we we don't stress and that there's Not this kind of like raising, like it truly should just become a town where you go to enjoy yourself and the pasta bowl is a place where you dance and like, you know, maybe leadership is passed on. I don't know. I'm struggling because I I think that's, I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's that, it's that suddenly, and like, I want to like zoom out a little bit and basically like show, I think what you're struggling with is that I think you're, you're, you're not, I don't, I think if we zoom out and you see, like, how seismic this is, I think, like, it'll put in perspective how important Liberty's role in all of this is. Okay. This town has spent centuries knowing that it has one role, and that role is to contain this demon. Yeah. To basically put this thing to rest. 
It has raised generations of people to understand the magic of dance so that when the time comes to empower a hero, we know the magic ritual to perform it. Mm-hmm. It has spent it has spent generations, you know, prepping banquets so that the heroes that come are well fed and happy and want to come to our tiny little town so that when we do the magical ritual, they are empowered and then they stay and fight with us and don't just take our power and leave. Okay. All of this is in service of this ritual, right? Yeah. All of this is in service of this this thing that must be done. All of that has been cut off at the knees when the thing that we have built our entire identity around, this happy facade for this sort of like kind of horrible responsibility is suddenly just not there. Who are we? What do we do now? I love that. Who are we now that the responsibility and sort of like the, 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 the oath that we have all taken as a community is gone? I guess it's Liberty's job then to kind of like, reinvent who this society or help them reinvent what this is about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah so i want to get so okay so now we have the hero princess right we have the undisputed ruler of uh possible no of stuffed shell we have the undisputed ruler i want to get to know them yeah how should what's the best way to do that you think roll on backgrounds and we'll kind of get to know them you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. because i think because right now with the story we have the story set up and like what the overall plot is, but we don't know how they fit into this and what yeah. their feelings about this are and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've 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 set up where they are at the present, right? Yeah. We've seen who they are when they grow up. We've seen that like and now suddenly all of that is out the window because like their life of just I'm gonna enjoy myself and not take things too seriously is sort of just gone, is out the window, because now suddenly they have to shoulder this entire community. Who? What did, okay, what did they want as a kid? You know what I mean? What did they want to be? What did they dream about? Hmm. That's my quick question for you. Like, because I'm seeing a, a kid, or even a young adult, like, okay, first of all, how old is this person? Um, Let's say 19. Okay, so they're youngish. Yeah. And... I think way young. what do they dream of? Like, what is something like, what's the ambition here? Cause they grow up in a place where like, everything's great. Do they ever wonder about everyone else not having as great as they do? Hmm. Is that something that crosses their mind? Because if I think I were show, if I grew up in like a really baller place and I got suddenly dumped this power of generations and this responsibility to like, save the town and then there's no saving to do there's no demon because i i see this person with like a sword a 19 year old with a sword and shield in hand and they're like all right because this is a lot of responsibility being thrust on a young person oh yeah and i'm seeing that as being like i would be kind of mad i would be this is just me and so i'm like what is this person's what do they really want out of life you know they've been shouldering this responsibility and they have a sword and shield and this power is certainly feeling this generational power in you and then nothing happens you're like what do i do with this roll me a d roll me a d10 okay eight uh and roll me i'm gonna tell you what their dream job is okay i'm gonna tell you what their passion is all right roll me a d20 18 business owner okay hmm i got i think i got something okay we said up front when we were describing stuff shell that like, you know, obviously individual perspectives change. Yeah. 
maybe what they wanted, what Liberty wanted, was to not be like the rest of Soft Shell. Okay. Stuff Shell. Maybe what Liberty wanted was to not be like the rest of Stuff Shell. Maybe what they wanted, what they wanted was success and was to like, because everyone in town was just like, I'm going to do well enough. I'm not going to work too hard. I'm not going to do too much. And their their response is kind of like, no, I, I want to work hard. I want to be, I want to go above and beyond. I don't want to settle for fine. Okay. That says a fuck ton because this is their, I, I'm imagining this is their childhood. They go spend their month with the fisher folk, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying, they're sitting out there. For, they're like, all right, you know, we cast our dragnet and we catch, we caught 20 fish. I see them sitting on this dock with a fishing rod in hand. They're like, I want to learn how to do this with a rod. I want to catch a monster fish. And they're like, well, no, that's not really how we do it. Because if you catch 20 small fish, you know, that's as much as a big fish and it's a lot harder and you don't really have to do that. You know, it's don't, don't push yourself too hard. And they're like, but I, I want to, I want, I want to see what I'm, because I'm, what I'm envisioning is, is in this town of not complacency, but just kind of like relaxation, no one pushes themselves really to the limit and sees like what their real potential is because they're kind of resting on the fact that when the pasta bowl comes, that's when we'll figure it out. You know, I'm seeing it as like everyone kind of chills until the possible, and then one person is shouldered with the responsibility of saving the town, which is kind of fucked. Like what we've set up is kind of shitty, in mm-hmm. a, in, but in a great way where I yeah. love it. So I'm seeing as someone who's been wanting to push themselves to like see what they're capable of. And you know what I mean? But it's like, but if we harvest more grain, like other people can share our, we can trade and like get other things. And it's like, well, that's not really how we do things, Liberty. You know, and I'm not trying to make this like precocious, you know, young person who's like, but I want to see what else is out there. You know, I'm trying to figure out who this fucking person is and what the conflict is. I don't think they're, I don't think they're terribly precocious is the thing. Okay. Because like, because like we said they want to be a business owner. Yeah. Which tells me that they're kind of a greedy little shit. Okay. When they're a kid, like when they're young. Yeah. They're like, no, I want things like I want like because I think like they go to a place for a month and they spend it and like the fisher folk are like, you know, you catch you catch enough to feed people. You let the rest slip away and they're like, why don't you catch more and then you can sell them? Mm. Why don't you why don't you why don't you do things? Why don't you go further? Why are you settling? And they spend their and like the, the, the town, like everyone they interact with is just like you're you're overthinking it. You're you're you're. You're trying, you're thinking about yourself and not the greater community. And they're like, yeah, but I'm great. I deserve to think about myself. Okay. What also, I, oh, that's, oh, yes. Because if that's the case, we said this town is doing fucking great, right? Mm-hmm. I think what bothers Liberty in that way that they, you know, you're like, oh, what if we sold it? You know, I think as a young adult, as a kid, it's like, but what if we sold it? You know, like, I want to be the best at things. I'm tired of just being like in the middle of the road. As an adult, like hit 19, it's why don't we teach other people how to make pasta? You know, mm-hmm. like we do. Why don't we teach them this dance? Why don't we spread this around? Like I could teach people, we could teach people how to fish. Like we're super fucking good at everything. This town is like a place full of exceptional young people who could be spreading these talents around the world. But instead they're like, no, we got to prepare for the ritual. We got to prepare it. Like, you know, you got to. It's it's about keeping this town safe. And it's like, what I could be going out 
in teaching people the things that I've been learning, the, the life that I've led, I can show people that and help them along so when bad things happen to them, they can be prepared and not just dump it on one person. The community can rise up and do it together instead of just shov- shoveling it on one person. So what mm-hmm. I'm proposing to you is this hero princess, Liberty, what was it? Liberty, Liberty Paradox is someone who travels the world kind of being like a, a city coach, a life coach to people to like goes to small towns who may not have it, who not, may not be like balling out of control and kind of like shows them how to do shit as well as they do over in stuffed shell. Can I invert that? Yes. What if they don't, what if they don't go city, go from place to place? People from places continue to come to soft shell. Oh, it's like a training facility. Yeah, like a college. Oh, soft shell university. Stop it. Liberty University. Liberty University. Which might be a real college. I probably should throw a soft shell university. Soft shell university sounds fabulous. Peridot University. So sell me on, because I'm trying to get these sweet, sweet storytelling beats. How yeah. does Peridot set up set up the town as a school? as a training ground as a school invites more people like what makes them want to do that just because they're like it's like you said it's like you said they reach a point where they're like we are hoarding these talents you say that you're not thinking about the community but really like you say that i'm the one being selfish but you're the one with talents that you're not sharing Mm. and so they literally had like found a college Maybe on the outskirts of town, maybe in town, right? Oh, no, the town is the college. Yeah. Like, you go and you basically relive the childhood of Liberty Paradot. And that's, like, your training where it's like, what are you talking? It's like a little karate kid in the way that it's like, well, you're going to spend a month making noodles. It's like, what? That'll teach you something. You know what I mean? It's like, you go there to learn crafts or you learn or you can become an all-rounded person. Or you could just spend the rest of your life learning to make pasta like a fucking master in a master at stuff shell. Is that the mm-hmm. kind of idea where like just living that life becomes the training ground or is it an actual college college? I like it as I like it. I like it that way. I like it as not an actual college, but as a place that you go where people are just teaching you skills. Mm. It's that like everyone is suddenly like taking in apprenticeships and bringing people in and suddenly sharing the fact that. For generations, we have been masters of our crafts and have kept it quiet because we had this responsibility. And what's really beautiful about that is if these people are training new people in the in the ways of stuffed shell, you know what I mean, of being great at fucking everything, because everybody there is like super amazing. It's like a hero yeah. town. Um, I think the ritual of the dance of the possible ends because now they don't need it. Now entire mm-hmm. generations of people are heroes, and now the show, there's no there's no threat, and so it's instead of just beaming it to one person, it's just like hundreds of people now have the abilities that yeah. all of these people have, and so and there's it's no, no need. longer magical. It's just it's it's no longer magical. It's really the realist magic, which is education. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, no, it's probably also magical. It's also magical. It's- Can we roll on background tables and then wrap it up? Yes. Because I think that'll give yeah. us the missing story beats of Liberty Paradot. Yeah. Let's roll on the local hero table. Oh, that's so good. Where is those heroes? Is it guild hero or folk hero? There it is. Folk hero. All right. Give me a D8 for personality trait. Six. I get bored easily. When am I going to get on with my destiny? Hmm. So- 
I think what it is, is, like, we established that it is a monarchy, which implies that, like, they still have to run the town. Yeah. And they so they have these grand dreams, and they're like, well, but I have to, like, I gotta go to a ribbon-cutting ceremony on another macaroni restaurant. We have four macaroni grills. So this is a person who's not satisfied with the position they have? No, I don't think so. They're not satisfied? Yeah, because they have heroic power. They have, like, tremendous generational power. And, like, you know, the power of heroes is in them. But they're not really, like, doing fantasy heroic shit. You know what I mean? They're kind of just, like, a governing body. And I think the other half of that is that they think they can be doing more. Yeah, right? absolutely. Oh, like, they're no bringing question. people and they're teaching people how to fish. But, like, they should be teaching people how to, like, embrace their destiny and conquer the things that, like, are holding them back. And so, like, even even when they accomplish the thing and they turn the town into this, like training ground they're still like but we could go further and so i think they're constantly thinking of just like what's next how can i make this bigger and help more people and help people do greater things and be and be more heroic okay i have something for the end after we're done of what all right they end up as what's the next background uh roll me a d6 for an ideal perfect two two is fairness no one should get preferential treatment I dig that. I mean, that's that's fair. It's everybody gets the same thing as everyone else. It's the spirit of the fucking town where it's like everybody gets great shit and, you know, no one gets left behind in this scenario. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking of it as like as like we've been hoarding our gifts yeah. and that's not fair to the world. Yeah, the world will be a better place if everybody gets the opportunities that we've been afforded. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Great. All right. Roll me a D6 for a bond. Six. Six is, I wish my childhood sweetheart had come with me to pursue to pursue our destiny. Hmm. Okay, I have something. All right. So they're 19 when this happens, right? When the lightning bolt hits them and they're like, oh my God, like, you know, generations flash before their eyes and, you know, they see the battles that people have had with demons over millennia and it's like this weighty responsibility. And we said that the day the demon shows up, or is supposed to. They have a sword and shield. So that means mm-hmm. there's like a time of their life when they've been like training and preparing, right? For mm-hmm. like what they think is going to happen. And I think a lot of their young life is lost because of this weighty responsibility. And I think part of that is like personal relationships and love. Because it's like, I wish my childhood sweetheart could come with me. Because they're with someone. They're 19. They got a teenage dating life. And I think a lot of the frustration with the culture of pasta bowl or, I mean stuffed shell comes from having to give up so much and have the weight of other generations placed on you that a lot Mm -hmm. of things that we take for granted, like that they lived, like they lived a life of like fun and dating. And, you know, you go out on a rowboat with your childhood sweetheart and as the sun sets, you give them a peck on the cheek and you're like, oh my God, that was the greatest night of my life. I think that comes to a crashing halt. Once this power is given to them, it's like, all right, now you're the champion. Now you have to start training. And it's like, you know, montages of like sword fighting, like the town kind of shifted for them. It was this place of like learning and fun. But once you're the champion, once you're the hero princess, Mm -hmm. it, the whole, your whole life changes. It's like, all right, now we can get to fucking work. And now you're like casting bolts at like scarecrows to get used to targeted magic spells. And it becomes work, but only for one yep. fucking person. And it's bullshit. It kind of sucks. Yeah. So I it's think a lot of it is just like, 
they they yearn for the childhood that they had. And that's what I think really funds the university where it's like, fuck this. This is bullshit. The way we do things is crap. I don't want anyone to have to go through this because that, I lost like three years. You know, I lost yep. relationships and I won't have anybody do that ever again. So we're going to have a school where we train people to be dope and everybody still gets to enjoy. It's, it's training, but it's fun. And then no one has to be afforded this terrible responsibility thrust upon them or they lose parts. Okay. This university, Jeff. Yep. It's real fucking dumb. Like people show up with like sure. swords and axes. And they're like, I'm ready to train to be like you, Liberty, the hero princess. And they're like, cool. So we're going to play kickball. And cool. you know, uh, so first up is pasta is pasta is pasta spinning class. Uh, you're going to learn how to knead the dough. You're going to learn how to, how to, how to like cut the pasta. You're going to have a lot of fun with that. Then we have uh, fishing. Fishing. Have you tried oh fly fishing? Jeff. I need to know, do you have waders? What's your equipment situation? Are, we're going to be doing some fisting. Have you washed your hands? Wait, what is gonna fisting? going to be handling fish. Oh, you said fishing. Fisting. <laughs> fisting. When you, when you put your hand in, you try to catch the catfish. That's noodling. Noodling. Go back. We're going to try noodling. <laughs> we're going to try some noodling. Have you washed your hands? What's, what's, so, uh, and then we have, um, and then we have interpretive dance at eight for two hours. Get ready. You want to bring some comfortable shoes, yoga pants. Do you have yoga pants? If not, we have a gift shop around the corner. I'm really looking forward to working with you. And there's just a dude with a sword like, all right. All right. Jeff, this is a summer camp. You've this described a, a town that it is a summer camp for training, for making heroes. Or for make like you know well rounded anything. It's just an it's a summer camp for adults. Oh my god, this is amazing! And people can share their talents because they're like counselors. You know, like the pasta station. Like I work at a summer camp, and you have like electives where you go around. It's modeled after college, where it's like you go around from class to class, learning new shit. Oh my god! So can I give you a look real quick for Liberty Paradot? Mm -hmm. Liberty Paradot is wearing uh full armor. I think, no, 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 just a breastplate, just like a big chest piece, but cargo shorts, ha chucks, high socks, whistle around their neck. Now, what I'm also pitching to you is that yep. the reason they're so miserable is because they have to run a summer camp and that is not what they want to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So anyway, we have one more, right? We have another table? Flaw? Yep. We have a flaw. Okay. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Two. I'm convinced of the significance of my destiny and blind to my shortcomings and the risk of failure. Okay. Okay. So I have, I have something for that. It's what I, what right. I mentioned before. So what I think this person does, what I think Liberty does is they've been afforded this opportunity to have like great power and this great upbringing, this great training program of how to be like a badass, right? But at the end of the day, they know that their gifts are kind of, because the town gives you the gifts. Liberty mm -hmm. doesn't give you anything. Liberty doesn't train you. The town does that. Yeah. So Liberty is like, I have this power that could defeat demons. Like I have a demon slaying power and I'm running a summer camp. I think they become like a traveling demon hunter. Do they leave yeah. the town? And it's like, I know that there are demons. Is this happening to other towns? I, sh I have the ability to handle this. Why aren't I doing it? I've been sitting goofing off for like 20 years running a summer camp, which is great. But like my power, because I think it's like my powers are going to waste. My abilities, yes, they were thrust on me and it sucked. 
But like, I could be helping a shit ton of people because I think it's the kind of scenario where it's like they hear about Lemony Locust, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. I can't leave. I have to run a summer camp. I have to stay. The town needs me. When like part of them knows that like their power, they're, you know, they're, they could have just handled that. You know, they, they know about Sarath the Carrying King from history class. And it's like, ah, if I were there, it could have been so much easier. And so is it something where they leave and go hunting demons? Or is it, are they like a lone demon hunter? Or is it just like, you know, do they become a wandering traveler to see the world? Because they've been cooped up in this town for like 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And they just try, is that the end where they just travel the world, you know, hunting demons? I think, I think the closing, sh- well, I think the closing shot, let me paint you the closing scene. Yes, please. Because it's a hero princess. They have taken this role. They have guided their community. They have shaped it. They have found a new identity for this place. Where the and the people there are happy, right? The people there, praise be to the hero princess. They have reshaped our home into something new. Where once we were lost, now we have a new identity. We will help people become the next generation of heroes. Then something word comes of something, something. No, no, no definite details. Just something. Destruction, death, uh, un unkillable by any mortal. Liberty having, you know, resignedly but happily having run this for 20 years, a little bit older, a little bit tired, just says, all right, call the possible. It's time we have the dance. It's time the next generation finds this because it's time that I go use the power that I have to go do the thing that I was chosen to do. So they organize, they organize this fundraiser. They bring in all these people. And, like, all of the people that were here learning these skills gather, and they say, and, like, the only person not there is Liberty, because Liberty has to, like, hit the road, sword and shield strapped to their back, and say, my purpose, my my calling is elsewhere. You're going to find the next person that is going to run this and is going to make it even better. You're going to take what I built and make it, and make it greater. In the way that I took what was built before me and made it greater. And now for generations to come, the possible, the dance, the the magical dance to pick the person to run the town of Stuffshell. is not about finding the person most fit to most fit to kill a demon, but it's about finding the person most fit to make this town great. It is now about finding the person that is going to help people and is going to guide future generations in the right direction for 20 years. And then in 20 years, they will pick a new, they will pick a new person to run this. But the only difference is that now the person that has been, was imbued with those powers, after 20 years, they leave, they depart, and they go find their destiny elsewhere. Wow. And I think that's a wrap. That's real that's good. Wow, that was a hell of an episode. That was a challenge, but it ended up pretty good. I like it. Um, Gosh. Thank you, Gelatinous Deer Slime, for your prompt. That went some places. I love Liberty Peridot, the hero princess. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, there's a gajillion ways you can do it. There sure are. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast with the hashtag fantasy children. You can post to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to our Discord at bit.ly slash AMFC Discord. Uh, post there. Or you can go to allmyfantasychildren.com and use the content submission form on the site. Fantastic. 
Another great way to support our show is by backing our Patreon. It gives us the much-supported financial need that helps us pay for equipment costs, hosting fees, con appearances, all that kind of stuff. It's a great way to really give us a boost and, you know, tell us that you love the show and get early access to episodes and bonus content. Another great way you can help us out is... Uh, you can leave us a nice iTunes review. You can give us a shout out on social media. You can tell a friend about the show. Anything to help new people find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. We appreciate it. It's it's a great way to support the show. Just be vocal about your your love of it, and I think that's 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 so much. Oh God, yes, that's everything. Helps new people find the damn show. If you love role playing games and you love actual plays. There is a podcast that you should be listening to because Jeff hosts it. Party of One is an actual play podcast powered by two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really great time. Uh, episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. I love it. Um, do you have a verbal hug this week? A verbal hug this week is share your gifts. Mm. Share the things that Share the things that make you happy. You know? Yeah. That's what... Stuff shell became, you know, that's the core of what stuff shell is now is like people share people saying, I love fishing. I love noodling. I'm going to share that with people. I'm not just going to do it because like doing it is half the fun. But for me, at least, and I, and this might be true for you, half of that, half of that joy comes from not just doing it, but sharing it with people and saying, look, this is something that I love. Yeah. This is a thing that I am passionate about. Let me show you what I do, and let me show you why I love it. Yes. So share your gifts. Share the things that bring you light, because there's a real good chance they could bring light to somebody else. And on that note, if you have something that brings you light and brings other people light, show someone how to do it. You know what I mean? If someone is like, God, I wish I could make a fucking podcast, and I'm like, I'll tell you everything you need to know. I'll teach you how to edit. I'll teach you how to do whatever. You know, spread that forward just like a stuffed shell. You know, pass whatever you have on to someone else who may not have what you had, you know what I mean, getting it. You know, understand that the gifts that you have are shareable as well in the way of you can teach someone how to fish and noodle or edit a podcast or, you know, play a sport. You can share that light with others and help pass it forward. And that will only better everything and make more cool shit. And I think that's it. I think that's a wrap. On that note, good night. And good game. game.